the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with just an amazing brother, man of God, and doctor, Dr. Doug Bennett, who uh, he and his wife, Angie, were both born and raised in Bakersfield, California, where they currently reside. They are the parents of two grown daughters. Uh, Just a little bit of his background. In 2009, he founded Magdalene Hope, Inc. to bring hope and unconditional love of Jesus Christ to women working the streets in the greater Bakersfield area. And then in 2013, they opened their first safe house, which is called Restoration Ranch Women's Shelter, which helps rehabilitate women coming out of the commercial sex industry. And that is where Dr. Bennett is the executive director. He also, in 2015, co-founded Esperanza de Magdalena, where Magdalene Hope started doing outreach in Tijuana, Mexico, for the women and children being sold in the Red Light District, hosting three Freedom Women's Conferences, along with free, three free uh, toy drives for the children in Baja um, called Toys for Tijuana, And then also in 2016, Dr. Bennett was awarded the beautiful Bakersfield Individual Humanitarian of the Year Award by Bakersfield Chamber of Commerce. Um, He has launched Rescue Grounds Coffee Company at Memorial Hospital on 34th. He's also earned a Doctorate of Divinity from Summit Bible College. And co-founded a coalition called Proyecto Rehab, which is the rehab project that consists of Mexican-based nonprofit organization and uh, exists to combat human trafficking and anti uh, and trafficking in Baja Mexico. Um, really, his ambition in life is to see human trafficking end in his lifetime and see that we all come into a saving relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Woohoo! I'm so glad you're here with me. Um, and uh, 
Yeah. So, and then just so y'all know, like, so how did you meet Dr. Bennett? How'd you meet Doug? How'd you meet him? Well, he and I have been sitting on a, um, a coalition. We don't even have a name for ourselves, but we've been, um, you know, we've been calling ourselves the coalition that listens to survivors or the coalition that is opposing SB 357. We don't even know what to call ourselves. All we know is there are 58 different agencies that are sitting on this group that are basically saying, no, we are not going to decriminalize uh, loitering for the purpose of prostitution. And we're not decriminalizing prostitution uh, because we've seen the uh, the bodies lying on the ground. Uh, as exploitation, as human trafficking has had its way with them. And we're not and not on our watch, not in this lifetime. Are we going to align ourselves uh, with this? Um, you know, and we definitely uh, have been praying in agreement uh, to the Lord about all of these matters re- re- related to keeping survivors and the community that they live in safe. And so, Doug, tell me and. Uh, Dr. Bennett, Doug, what, what do you want me to call you today? There's so oh, many yeah. different things. Just Doug is fine, Vanessa. Doug is fine. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate being here. Yes. Hey, so that coalition name, maybe we can come up with like California Coalition Against Decriminalization. Mm, I like that. I like that. California Coalition Against Decriminalization. Mm. I think we might be on to something. Let's float that with the team. Um, I like that a lot because that's at the end of the day, that's that's what we're about. And that's what we have in common. There's a wide range of people that are there, which I absolutely love. Some people that are, um, you know, they are for decriminalization just for survivors and not for um, not for buyers or exploiters. Um, and 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 then there's this variation of decriminalization, right, uh, where it's like, yes, we don't want people um, placed in jail, survivors. We don't want survivors ever placed in jail or in handcuffs, but we want them to get diversion programming. Right. We want them to get exit services. So um, sometimes decriminalization and some of the narratives I've heard out there is like, leave them out there. They're good. Let them let them do what they do, because sex work is work. We've been hearing that quite a bit. And unfortunately, that is not the narrative that most people who have been out there that have come out and have been out for a minute. They say, man, if nobody ever came to get me, I would have died. If nobody ever came to interrupt what was happening, I would have died. So so Doug, tell me, how did you you know, you started this. You've been working at this since 2009. What made you get, you know, on a personal level, what made you get involved in this? Why did you start this work? So it's a couple of things. Um, one, um, I used to be a buyer. Mm-hmm. So I was a John, a trick, mm-hmm. uh, addicted to methamphetamine and uh, other drugs in my teens and 20s. Uh, you know, it goes back to when I was 11 and 12 and I was molested by an older male figure in my life uh, that sent me in a really dark hole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, after that, I got heavily into drugs and sleeping with women uh, to prove to myself that I was a man. Mm. Uh, it was a rite of passage in my family to uh, to buy women, to buy prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Done uh, something that was good. Um, so in my addiction, um, I bought women and. Uh, 
and then uh, and then I met a man, <laughs> met a man named Jesus, and fell in love with him. And, mm. uh, and what, what what I've come to know over the years is that God will take someone out of a situation, and when they're fully surrendered to Him, He'll put them right back in the same situation, not to have that situation affect them, but for us to affect that situation for the kingdom of God. Amen. So in 2008, I was at a church. I got called out of a of an audience of about 150 people by a traveling prophetic um, a prophet out of Redding, California. Pulled me out of an audience and prophesied over me that I'd be a pastor to prostitutes, bikers, and drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he prophesied that I'd be the next David Wilkerson. I had no idea who that is um, at the time. I later found out he's the guy who founded Team Challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I left that church, forgot all about it. And about 10 months later, I took a team out to our red light district to talk to the to the women who were out on Union Avenue uh, to known area of prostitution. So I went out there uh, with a, a team. We had 15 people. We walked different sides of the streets talking to the women. And when we got back to the meeting place after about an hour, the general consensus was these women are nice, but they really don't want to talk to us. And so I prayed and said, God, I really want to minister to these women. How do I do it? And he told me to pay them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did you just say pay them? <laughs> he said, pay them. And uh, he told me to, uh, uh, to buy their time. And I asked mm-hmm. him what he wanted me to tell them. And he said, tell them there's a father in heaven who loves them and has a purpose and a plan for their life. Mm. And that's how we started Magdalene Hope. I, I told him, I said, you have the wrong person. You need a black female. You don't need some white guy with tattoos out on, on out on the block telling him about Jesus. And uh, another prophetic voice, uh, a lady by the name of Heidi Baker, uh, mm. confirmed what the Lord had told me. And uh, um, so 10 months after I got that uh, prophetic word, uh, we started ministering in our red light district and we've been doing it ever since. Wow. Well, all I got to say to you is Genesis 50, 20, what the enemy meant for bad, God will use for good. Amen. So we're going to take a break. I want to come back and I want to talk about a little bit about your teenage years. And um, I think it's important for people because there may be people that are listening right now and they're thinking, man, he, he kind of touched on a sore spot for me. Like this is where some of my behaviors come from. Some of my, you know, maybe my porn watching, um, maybe maybe I'm not buying sex, but I'm doing other things that are disturbing my 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 walk and my spirit and um, and keeping others bound unknowingly. Right. Because sometimes when you're in the life, I've had a couple of buyer guys that have been involved with Love Never Fails that have bought sex in the past. And they said their heart was broken to know that somebody that the women that they were buying weren't there of their own you know, choice, um, or were there, uh, choosing the, the least painful of some very horrible choices. Right. And so, um, anyway, we're going to, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and I want to hear some more from you about that. And thank you so much for sharing. We so, I so appreciate you and your transparency. We'll, we'll come right back and thanks for listening to love never fails radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. 
trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Dr. Doug Bennett. He is the founder and executive director of Magdalene Hope, Inc. Uh, also, uh, the uh, they have a, a home called Restoration Ranch Women's Shelter uh, and where uh, uh, Dr. Bennett is the uh, executive director and they have many programs, all of them uh, with the hope of seeing human trafficking end and, and just everybody coming into the saving relationship, a saving relationship with the Lord Jesus. So I'm super excited to have you on the show. Um, and we were just talking about kind of like how you got involved in this work of dating back to even pre 2009 and you shared in your in the previous segment that you were a purchaser of sex and that really started because it was a generational thing and because you had been sexually violated as a child and that sort of spurred on the um the need to prove your man and and some acting out with using you know methamphetamines and you know this and the buying of sex and so one of the things that a clinician um a doctor Dr. Janina Fisher taught me uh, it's a phrase that I really love. And she says, you know, whenever we shame ourselves, and I don't, I didn't sense that you had, you know, you were walking in shame, but I just know I'm just saying myself, some of the things that I've done, you know, I, I can remember carrying that around and going, oh my gosh, I can't believe I allowed myself to be treated that way. Or I can't believe I hurt somebody like that or whatever. And, uh, or I hurt myself that way. Right. And, and, um, and what, You know, what she says is, how did that behavior, right? How did that unwanted behavior help you to survive? And I loved, I love when she says that because it helped to frame that I did not want to be that kind of person, whatever it was I was doing that was, was, was detrimental to my health or to my safety or the safety of my, my children. Um, But I was involved in something that was generational. And or that helped me to survive in some way. What what do you make of that? And how does that map back into some of your behaviors, Doug? Yeah, so um, it's a good question. Um, I didn't know God. I didn't believe in a God. And uh, so when you don't believe in a God, as I did not, um, there's no uh, 
ramifications. There's no shame. There's no guilt. I was just in my addiction to drugs and just wanted what I wanted. And uh, I know there's, um, uh, you know, if she was being sold or not, that wouldn't have mattered in my addiction. Uh, if she was a victim of human trafficking or not, I just wanted to have sex with the stranger. Gotcha. gotcha. And I think that's some of the mindset of the men that we have out there today. Um, you know, they're not thinking about other people. Uh, they're thinking about themselves. And I'm sure that's with the traffickers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't speak on their behalf, but I'd imagine that they're just out to get money and they don't care what they have to do to do it. Um, well, and then just thinking in going into that in some more detail, though. So you wanting to have sex and get high, you 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 touched on it. That was a defense mechanism to your own um, abuse. Right. And your own shame and uh, you, you covering up something that you attributed to, you, you know, you, you you know, in your mind, you were sexually abused because you didn't like women or you didn't like sex with women and I have to prove myself or what, what was it like? What, how did you, how did that narrative? I know you say you didn't care, but there's something underneath there that happened. Well, I mean, when I was molested by an older male figure, I mean, that brought so much shame and and condemnation. The fact that I didn't speak up uh, just really tore me up. You know, that's why I turned to drugs. Um, Mm -hmm. So, it just robbed my childhood. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I wanted to, uh, I just went down a really dark hole. You know, it was. Numb so, out, right? What's that? You wanted to numb out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't want to feel my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so, but I got delivered to that. Um, I was able to forgive that man after I came to Christ, uh, even though uh, he was dead. Um, I was able to uh, get past it, get past the shame, the guilt, the condemnation, um, and be able to talk about it publicly to where mm-hmm. now I, I minister to uh, men that have come out of the same thing that I did, uh, mm. talk to them and help them process it and get through it and, and forgive the person. Because Awesome. You know, unforgiveness just eats at you. You know, mm. like that, you know, when you choose not to forgive someone, it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to get sick. You know, right. that unforgiveness in our heart just wears us down. But once I was able to forgive him, I just had this weight lifted off of my shoulders and I just felt like I was freed up. It's mm. beautiful. And so here you are. The Lord speaks over you and confirms this word. That says you're going to, you are going to, now you were buying them for sex. Now you're going to buy them to tell them about me. Yeah. So <laughs> How crazy what did that? that look like? What did uh, that look know, like? I never heard of anybody doing it. Uh, you know, whenever you pioneer something, there's always great cost and there's uh, trial and error. Uh, a lot of things that we started doing back then, uh, we don't do now because, um, it didn't work. So a lot of things we do now are the exact opposite of when we started because we were mm-hmm. just out there just trying to uh, minister to these women. Uh, the first phone call I made was to the Bakersfield Police Department to uh, I called and a lady answered and I said, is it um, legal to pay a prostitute 
to talk to her about Jesus. And there was a long pause and the officer said, well, it's not illegal to pay someone to talk to them. And so I said, okay, mm-hmm. and I hung up quick before I could hear anything else. Mm-hmm. And I went to my, my church and they said, that's a little too risky for us. What if you get arrested? And I said, well, that'll give me a platform to talk to the man on the inside, which I wouldn't be able to talk to while I was out here. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, um, man, I'm so glad I said yes to him. And I'm so glad I've, I've been able to do this work. Uh, we've assisted 124 women out of sex trafficking. Wow. Um, Shelter open since 2013, so we're coming up on our ninth year anniversary of having a home. Wow. And uh, I never ran a, a home before. Uh, so, I mean, just a lot of trial and error and figuring out what works, but just being obedient to the call of Christ on our life and, and following after him. And if he says do it, then we're going to go do it, and we'll let the chips fall where they may and learn as we go. Just try to be led by the Spirit. I love it. And what are you just thinking about you and, you know, your, what does your wife think about this? I can imagine this would be like a little scary. Actually, why don't we do this? Because I think this is, this could get a little interesting here. Uh, you know, my husband is very involved in this ministry right along with me. And we just have had to have conversations about boundaries and different things that come up. And so I'm very curious, you know, one abolitionist home to another, how you um, manage that, especially you have, you have grown children as well so how did how did you manage that over the years so what we'll do is take a quick break and we'll come back and hear directly from you about about that so thanks for listening to love never fails radio we'll come right back to join in the fight for love visit loveneverfailsus.com don't go away love never fails radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors this is dr meluna fausch I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Dr. Doug Bennett, and we are talking about Magdalene Hope, his organization, which he founded in 2009, as well as his uh, Safe House Restoration Ranch Women's Shelter and some of the outreach ministries and uh, just a variety, amazing variety of, of services that he's providing in uh, Southern California, Bakersfield, um, Baja, Mexico, and so on. And so we were just talking about um, how you manage 
you know, being an abolitionist with your background, right? And how that works with your wife, your your kids. How do you guys keep it keep it straight? <laughs> well, the good thing was uh, I started doing this work before I married my wife. I knew her. We knew each other for 29 years before we got married. We did. Okay. We hung out as friends for the first six months. Then we did a nine month engagement and uh, and we got married. But she knew the work I was doing. And mm. she was supportive. Um, I get phone calls from women all the time and, and she prays. She's also uh, awesome. Uh, she's a, a, a high school art teacher and mm. she's first degree uh, black belt in Kung Fu. So I got a bodyguard with me everywhere. Wow. Nice, Angie. Look out. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to mess with Angie. Mm-mm, I can send back to the door and she'll scan the room. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's on our board of directors. Um, you know. Um, awesome. He loads the shotgun and I get to fire it. But she's <laughs> behind me, right at my side and we make a, a, a dynamic one-two punch. Nice. Love it. And what do your kids think of what you're doing? Well, you know, when I started this, my daughter was 14. Um, and I figured if someone was selling my kid, I'd want somebody to go do something about it. And I don't uh, operate in a lot of fear. I don't fear man. And uh, yeah, I just uh, I listen to uh, to him and I go do what I do, uh, knowing that I have angels and I have him protecting me. Um, but my kids are full support of it. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so my whole family, um, including my parents, my in-laws, you know, everyone supports the work that we're doing uh, here and they see the, uh, the bigger picture of why we're doing it. Awesome. Uh, well, my family as well, my kids as well. And, you know, uh, my daughter, our youngest daughter is 14 and, and so it's just really important to have the support and uh, and and that people, your your children feel empowered, right, that they're part of the work. Then it's not their work necessarily, but they're part of it. And so that's cool. So just thinking a little bit about the housing program you started. Um, uh, so Restoration Ranch Women's Shelter, you've housed how many women so far? Uh, Fifteen. Wow. And this, and so how long can the women stay in the program? Yeah. So it's a one year Christian discipleship program. And then okay. once a transitional housing, once they graduate, um, every graduate gets a car. So we have cars donated to us as we're a nonprofit. And uh, the last graduate who's now our director, uh, we gave her a Prius. Okay. So it's, uh, it's also, we also have a partnership with some of the Bible college where I got my three degrees from. Um, I went to the, Founder, when we were opening our shelter in 2013, and um, asked him if the girls could watch his class classes online. He said, "I'll do you one better. I'll scholarship everyone in, and they can earn a college degree while they're with your uh, ministry." So we've had uh, two women graduate from uh, Bible College, and um, a third one. Wow! Awesome. Wonderful. Wow. So, what are they doing since graduating? Uh, so one uh, has uh, her six children back in her life. Uh, she got married and uh, her and her husband run a shelter for women here in Bakersfield. And they also do outreach in the red light district. And uh, another one um, 
uh, has went on to uh, become a dentist, uh, a dental assistant uh, after she graduated and um, is doing really good. Mm. Wonderful. Lives changed. Beautiful. With your kids. Yes. Love that. To see uh, uh, someone who's strung out on methamphetamine and been in a hotel or being sold uh, Mm -hmm. and just to walk through that process of helping them get their life back on track, uh, reunified with their family and uh, going on to do greater things before they were sold. We have one gal go back uh, of the 15 and she, uh, she went back out and uh, started dating a guy who was uh, about 40 years older than her. And Mm -hmm. uh, he unfortunately uh, shot her in the face and killed himself. So it was a a murder suicide. And Mm -hmm. uh, that was a tough one That, that really hit us hard. And, as we uh, we sat and cried, I, I felt like the Lord um, told me that because of the time um, that we invested in her, that she's with him in heaven right now. And so that Amen. Gave us- Beautiful. Yeah, we just uh, this past week, uh, we had a, a baby that we were looking for. Uh, we had just started searching for her. Her mom was in the life under the control of a violent pimp. And uh, we just found out on Friday that her body was found in their home. They had killed her. Oh, man. Now she's mom's in jail and, and, uh, and uh, the, the, the pimp is on the run. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just heartbreaking, you know, when you, and the mom mental illness, really uh, so many CPS cases that have been filed against the mom and when you see this the systems fall down and you know the people that are supposed to be there um don't know what to do or don't you know maybe overwhelmed whatever the reasons are why we don't respond the way we're supposed to respond um and now this baby is gone eight years old oh, you know and this was a mom that was on OnlyFans. And see, this is what this is. A, so this brings us to the 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 kind of the one of the topics I wanted to make sure to discuss, which is this, you know, SB three fifty seven. Right? You and I have been fighting to oppose it, asking the governor to veto it, and also asking for legislators to consider pathways to safety, which is our our alternative to SB three fifty seven, which actually includes exit services and includes diversion programs for buyers and exploiters and make includes safety for community members. And this is, it's like, it's not good enough, right. To just say, we don't want uh, survivors, you know, that are out there, like maybe quote unquote, people who are voluntarily being, um, being exploited. We don't want them jammed up by the police. That's, that's good. Like we don't want people unnecessarily harassed or put in handcuffs or even when they're victims, right? We don't want that. But we also don't want to create immunity for buyers and exploiters, which is what this bill would do. Right. And we don't want to, we also want to provide exit services, right? Like if people want to get out, you know, it seems like we have like a lot of legislation that's been introduced lately. Um, you know, to make uh, uh, trafficking a, a violent felony and a strike. And, and that's awesome. Uh, and yeah. 
a lot of these uh, senators and assemblymen are putting up these bills, which are good, but none of them that I've seen that are on the docket right now have anything for survivors or the victims coming out. Yeah. We need exit strategies. We need, uh, uh, we need a, a, an income that the survivors can have to transition out, to get counseling, to get housing, all those things. Yeah. You know, when we get them out, you know, we're only able to get out so many and, you know, the ones that say yes and, and come into our shelter, uh, it's all voluntary. Um, nothing's mm-hmm. appointed. And, um, but I mean, we, we can only do so much. So right. to have some legislation in place that the trafficker or, or the, or the buyer is going to pay money, uh, for what they did, and that can be allocated to the victims and survivors, uh, is so needed right now, and we have nothing for that. Yeah, and it, it kind of is shocking to me because we have these big funds like victim of crime funds, but we never see that trickle its way over to like shelters or trickle its way over to workforce development. It's only like like temporary for in exchange for a testimonial and it's like, come on guys, we got, we got to figure out how to do better because uh, survivors want to get out, but they need immediate, they don't need, you know, like down the road type of services. They need like right here, right now they need services. Um, And it's, it's far and few between. Right. So um, yeah. So, okay. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. I want to talk a little bit more about um, some of the things that you're seeing in Bakish field uh, specifically around trafficking. You know, is it happening? Like some people think, oh, it's not really happening. There's, you know, there's, you know, trafficking. Some people are still in that mindset. Like I've never seen it. It's not happening. So I want to talk about what do you see in Bakersfield and in that area? So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Dr. Doug Bennett. We're talking about his organization, Magdalene Hope, about his life and all the amazing things that he's doing to um, fulfill God's calling on him, which is to reach reach those that have been trafficked and the world for the Lord Jesus. And so excited to um, 
hear about your story, Doug, just thinking some more about uh, trafficking specifically in your area. How prevalent is this, especially during the pandemic? What What's going on over there? So a soft number would be seven out of 10 women here in this uh, section of California um, are not out there by choice, but somebody's profiting off of them through forced fraud or coercion. Mm-hmm. Um, eight out of 10 is probably a, a better number. Eight out of 10 women are not out there by choice. Um, uh, according to the Bakersfield Police Department, our numbers are light and it might be more like nine out of 10. So we no longer pay the money. We give away backpacks. We've given out, given out over 10,000 backpacks over the last few years. We've uh, found out that the money we were giving them, uh, the uh, um, trafficker, the pimp, the exploiter was taking the money. So now we give them backpacks and it's everything that a woman would need over the course of the weekend of being sold in our city. Um, down in Tijuana, uh, it's a, a bigger monster um, as you have the cartel and the mafia uh, involved and probably uh, nine out of 10 women in the red light district. Um, that's probably about a thousand women on any given night uh, in Tijuana um, are being sold. Uh, they're lined up three feet from each other in a two block radius. Mm-hmm. So down there we can give out 80 backpacks in about an hour and a half. Um, and they, and they will take them from you. Yeah. Yeah. We work with interpreters and uh, give them backpacks. Um, it's a little dicey as people are talking over your shoulder. You got guys watching you walking along where you're mm-hmm. walking as we carry these purple backpacks, but which cartel are out there? Uh, you, well, you have, uh, the Mexican cartel, mm-hmm. you have gangs and then you have, um, um, traffickers mm-hmm. so you have cartel you have the mexican mafia uh, mm-hmm. traffickers yeah. might have two or three women yeah so that's a little dicey um there's nothing really done down there so that's why we formed the coalition uh, uh proyecto rahab uh down in in baja and so we're just slowly getting people educated and making the public aware of what's happening mm-hmm. uh, Please turn a blind eye to it in Tijuana, although it's illegal um, prostitution, but they turn a blind eye in the red light district. Yeah. Makes a lot yeah. of money. Oh, yeah. Big time. And so then our people just cross over, right? And just buy people and then cross back, correct? You know, uh, yeah. So Tijuana, uh, that was, um, it was uh, a, a brothel. It's how the mm-hmm. city started. Uh, so Aunt Jane or Tijuana was a madam, um, and she opened up a whorehouse uh, for the military in San Diego to drive across the border and have sex with the women. So that's how this city started. And mm-hmm. So, yeah, my heart is for those people. And, and so we've been able to do outreach down there. Uh, we've done uh, quite a few in, in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, also in Detroit uh, on 8 Mile. Um, yeah. And then we, uh, we do outreach in, in Orange County on a regular basis. Uh, around Disneyland, not very far where the the girls are younger, um, because the the men who come into town, you know, with their families, will sneak away and go have a date with a woman, and then come back to their family while their family's visiting Disneyland or not very far. So we saw a lot more of that during before the pandemic. Of course, the pandemic didn't slow down anybody. It's it slowed down a little bit around Orange County with not very far and Disneyland being shut down, but uh, here in Bakersfield, it. It just kicked up. We knew that the 
they weren't going to stop selling the women. You know, they got to make money and they wouldn't care if they got sick or not with COVID. Mm -hmm. And And on any given night, how many people do you have out there? Do you see out there in uh, Bakersfield? Uh, So walking the street, maybe 25 or 35. Yeah. Uh, online, um, upwards of over 200 a night. Yeah. So about 250, 250 different women being sold yep. over the course of the night here. So we figure between 750 to 1,000 different women over the course of a month in Bakersfield being sold. Yeah. It's about the same we're seeing over here in Oakland and in, in, in the city um, where there's like full on, you know, tracks, right? Blades, right. but, but, in other parts of the area, there's there is trafficking, but it's a little, little few people here and there on one corner, one street corner, right? But you know, there's an actual exactly what you described in Tijuana, where uh, there's uh, you know in San Francisco, there's one street in particular where they're literally three feet apart, you know, about twenty girls three feet apart, and then there's a guy standing there with his foot propped up on the side of the of a building, and they're like nestled in between like maybe maybe uh two or three of them there's a guy then two or three another guy it's two or three another guy and they're all posted up you know it's like if you can't see this is organized crime i don't know and this is this is the main area where it's being pushed to in that particular so you know that there's there's definitely a very insidious agenda underway because that is there's no way that people are that are out there are of their own desire you know they're being heavily watched and guarded right yeah that's how it was done in uh in la too uh with the week, the week leading up to the super bowl we did some outreach on figueroa and there was probably about uh 40 women in a, a seven block radius mm-hmm walking around in their underwear mm-hmm. and it was cold. <laughs> so it wasn't like they were choosing to walk around in a bra and a thong with some high heels. So, uh, yeah. Them. That's the other thing. It's like, Oh, well, well, we should be able to walk around however we want to, but it's like, do you really want to when you're freezing? Like really, you really want to be in walking around one, one girl was in the middle of the night. I think it was like two in the morning. She had stars on her breasts and, uh, you know, and like five inch heels that had like little fishes swimming in them and um, and a, a thong. And I'm going like, like, there's no way that she really wants to be out here freezing her tail off in the middle of the night. Right. I no, And, you know, and I just say that just as a woman, you know, just like like all these things that people say women want to do like no woman i don't care how sexualized they are i don't care what kind of sexual revolution they're going through no woman wants to sleep with 21 different men that smell and that have you know that are high and that are rude and that are that that are rough and no nobody wants that nobody wants that so if somebody tries to convince me i just know that they're pre-contemplative you know because it, it that's not a like that's not even beginning to get at something that would be anybody would want. Even a complete sex addict wouldn't want that. Do you know what I mean? I just. Yeah, I don't see uh, someone wanting to hook up with a a 400 pound obese man that smells like butt. Sorry. Right. Exactly. Like keeping it 100. Right. It's like, 
And so that's what we're talking. We're not, it's not this glamorized thing. Oh, you're getting to, you know, lay down with Tom Cruise or something like that. No, 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 no. That's not what, what? it is. This isn't, this isn't like Pretty Woman? <laughs> yeah, Richard Gere ain't showing up. He ain't going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, you're in the back of the car in some uh, shack or out in the middle of nowhere having sex out in the open with. Yeah, getting some... your life threatened. You're 14, you're scared, it's cold, you're barely clothed. Nobody wants that. So, well, thank you, Doug. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about how people can get involved with what you're doing. I know you have a golf tournament coming up. You've got some really exciting things coming up. So we're going to come back and let the listening audience know how they can connect with you. Um, and especially the classes or the, the, the support that you provide to men, right, that have been buyers or that are looking to heal. I, uh, uh, please, we'll, we'll come right back so that you can learn about how to connect with Doug on that as well. Thanks so much for listening. Love Never Fails Radio. We'll be right back. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, have had a wonderful time talking with Mr. Dr. Doug Bennett, uh, a brother in Christ who's just doing amazing things to serve survivors of human trafficking and other vulnerable community members. Um, and so how might someone get in touch with you and or support the work that you're doing? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we have a direct number that you can call or text uh, mm-hmm. for, uh, or for more info. And uh, if you remember the actor, Bob Hope, <laughs> uh, you can remember our phone number. So our phone number, our area code is 661-808-HOPE, 808-4673, The last four digits spell HOPE. If you glance at it, 808 looks like Bob. So it looks like Bob Hope. So if you remember the area code from Baker, so it's 661, Bob Hope. There you go. So that's a direct number to us. <laughs> also on social media under Magdalene Hope uh, Ministries on Facebook uh, and on uh, Instagram. And then MagdalenHope.org is our website. Um, yeah. So there you go. That's how you can get a hold of us. Uh, that number actually goes right to my cell phone. 
We don't have a landline because if someone calls and they want out or they need services at midnight, nobody's going to be at the office. So it goes right. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And then you have this coming, this golf uh, tournament coming up. Do you have any specifics about that? Absolutely. So that's on um, Monday, May 9th. It's the day after Mother's Day. It's at Stockdale Country Club. It's called Tee Off for Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all the uh, information is on, uh, should be on our website. Uh, but I uh, think tickets are available through Eventbrite later this week. And uh, we have some up on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, it's a great tournament. We have all kinds of games on the course. Um, lunch is served. We hear from survivors. And we talk about the work that we're doing in our community. So it's uh, really a fun golf tournament. And then we always have a women's conference. Uh, we have our sixth annual women's conference coming up. Uh, I believe it's in September. And there's nice. a So <laughs> Ding it. dong! Almost time. <laughs> no problem. Well, hey, there you have it. You can join Doug uh, and his team uh, for their golf tournament. And then you can also reach out if you have some immediate needs. I am planning to take a trip down south to join him for some street outreach so if you want to join me as i go down as y'all know we've packed folks up and gone all kinds of places around the state um because i think it's just so important that we partner together we bond you know we just come together as one unified and just uh pushing back this horrible violence against our most vulnerable in the community and um, and helping to raise awareness for buyers and exploiters. And so how might someone just, should they just also call you if they are interested in uh, the restorative programming and workshops that you had mentioned, if you've been abused, if you're a man that's listening in and you're like, I feel so full of shame and I, I want to, I want to know the, the freedom that Doug, that, you know, what, 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 what can they do? Man, call me. I'd love to talk uh, to you. Okay. Uh, we got nothing but time for you. Um, I know the same God that delivered me and, and uh, restored me uh, and set my feet on solid ground uh, can do the same for you. So, um, yeah, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you and help you process whatever you've been through. And, uh, and we have a bed open right now at our shelter. So we are looking for someone. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, or you've been in the life, you're looking for a fresh start where uh, no one can find you. Um, we have a safe house um, and everything is provided for free. So everything is uh, donor supported. So all of our um, everything is provided for free while you're in our program. So excellent. Yeah. I might have someone for you. So let's talk after this. I do have a woman right now that's in need of getting out of the area. So that's awesome. Praise God. So, Hey, I, you know, I want to just thank you so much for what you're doing for listening audience. I want to thank you for supporting us at our gala. It was a smack. It was just a, quite a, a success. Our goal was to raise $50,000. We raised 47. So almost there, almost there. If somebody wants to round us off, I won't be mad at you a bit. You can go ahead and send that to love never fails us.com forward slash donate. Um, but otherwise, thank 
Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for being there for us. Uh, thank you for supporting all the survivors. I'm telling you, they were crying their eyes out as they as we celebrated their journey to freedom. That is our tagline for our galas, and that is our 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 sort of our theme. Uh, it is a party to celebrate their outcomes, their success, their lives, their value. Um, and I just thank you for continuing to be uh, there partnering with us on that. So as we come to a close, want to just encourage you to stay in the loop on the things that are going on with our website, loveneverfailsus.com, our Facebook page, Love Never Fails fan page, Twitter, Love Never Fails 5, Instagram, Love Never Fails Us. And of course, I want to make sure if you haven't heard it before, if you need to hear it again, I want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.